Hello and welcome to the Minimum Competence episode for February 2nd, 2023. Minimum Competence is part of the ESQ Cast network of podcasts and streams on esqstream.com. I'm your host for today, Andrew Leahy, a tax and technology attorney from New Jersey. Minimum Competence is a daily podcast highlighting news for lawyers. Published in late afternoon, the idea is it can accompany you on your commute home, and at the end of each short episode, you will know a little bit about a few newsworthy legal happenings. If you're looking for more than minimum competence, links to further reading on all the topics touched on today are in the show notes. Today, we'll be checking back in with the MetaBurkin NFT trademark case, discussing TikTok, the death penalty in Georgia, and a disbarred California celebrity attorney charged with wire fraud. Let's jump in. Follow up on the MetaBurkin NFT trademark case. A Manhattan federal court trial has started between Hermes International and Mason Rothschild, the artist behind MetaBurkin NFTs. The NFT project features Hermes' iconic Birkin handbags covered in colorful fur, which were sold for about $450 each. Hermes is suing Rothschild for trademark infringement, arguing that the NFT project was commercial in nature and capitalized on the Birkin brand. Rothschild counters that his NFTs are works of art protected by the First Amendment. The trial is the first to focus on trademark rights in relation to NFTs, and the outcome may have broader implications for whether NFTs are art or commercial assets. Rothschild claimed to the jury that the NFTs were an artistic experiment and that he had hired a designer to create the MetaBurkin NFTs. The 100 NFTs were sold in December of 2021 to celebrities and influencers and later resold for tens of thousands of dollars, making Rothschild around $70,000 at that time. Lawmakers in the U.S. are intensifying their efforts to restrict or ban the popular video sharing app TikTok due to concerns over its Chinese parent company, ByteDance, LTD. The lawmakers are worried that the Chinese government could gain access to Americans' data or influence users through the app's algorithm. Senator Mark Warner, a Democrat from Virginia, is planning to introduce a bill to broaden the limits on foreign technology companies that pose national security threats, which includes TikTok, Russia's Kaspersky Labs, and China's Huawei Technologies Co. Some bills, including a ban proposed by Senator Josh Hawley, have faced criticism for violating the First Amendment's right to free speech. Representative Mike Gallagher, a Republican from Wisconsin, is planning to introduce an anti-social CCP act, which would direct the president to impose a ban on a wider set of social media companies from China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, Cuba, and Venezuela. A U.S. court has allowed Michael Wade Nance, a Georgia death row inmate sentenced for malice murder, to proceed with his challenge to the state's use of lethal injection. Nance claims that lethal injection would cause him severe pain because the use of the drug gabapentin has reduced his brain's receptiveness to sedatives. He prefers to be executed by firing squad, but the state has argued that this method is relatively uncommon and archaic. Nance's challenge to lethal injection under the Eighth Amendment requires him to show that the protocol creates a risk of serious harm and that alternatives are available. The Supreme Court reversed an earlier decision by the Eleventh Circuit allowing Nance to use 42 U.S.C. 1983 to bring his method of execution challenge. The court has now ruled that Nance's complaint was timely and that he can pursue his constitutional challenge to George's method of execution. And finally, Tom Girardi, a disbarred California attorney, has been charged with wire fraud and criminal contempt of court in two separate cases in Chicago and Los Angeles. Girardi is accused of embezzling over $18 million in funds belonging to his firm's clients. In the Chicago case, Girardi is accused of misappropriating more than $3 million in client funds from families of the victims of the 2018 Lion Air Flight 610 crash in Indonesia. In the Los Angeles case, Girardi is accused of taking money from clients injured in car crashes, including a family whose child was paralyzed. Girardi's former CFO, Christopher Kaman, 
and son-in-law David Lira, who work at the firm, have also been charged. Girardi is set to appear in court on Monday in Los Angeles and on Tuesday in Chicago with Lira and Kamat. Thank you so much for listening to Minimum Confidence. If you have any questions or story suggestions, you can find us on Mastodon on the esq.social instance. We also have a link aggregator in the Fediverse at links.esq.social, where some of our stories will be sourced from, so feel free to sign up and submit there. Otherwise, we're always accepting stories at the email address andrew at leahy.org. All contact information is in the show notes. We are especially interested in legal happenings from our listeners outside the United States. If you have an interesting case or story, consider recording a 30-second to two-minute clip on your phone and sending it in. We'd love to run it. Once again, contact information is in the show notes. Catch you back here tomorrow. And until then, enjoy your minimum competence. Minimum competence.